1: i hate to ask you to do anything but if you're enjoying the show please take a moment to like subscribe rate review all of the above on whatever app you're getting it from today i'm talking to albert hammond jr he is a guitarist singer and songwriter first member of the strokes to embark on a solo career you can find albert at albert hammond jr on instagram
0: The lesson I've learned in playing music is you just always, I know it's a joke in Tenacious D, but you just always record. Yeah. Because it's always like someone does like a happy accident, and like, you got that, right? Yeah. It's like, I don't remember what it was. It's like, you weren't recording? Yeah. It was funny you bring that up, because I was just thinking in the shower, I was just thinking what you were going to ask me and what I was going to say, and then I thought, it's funny these discussions, because you don't, you ask a question, you don't really, you haven't thought about it, like, whole day or two to really think what i really think i'm just going to answer you by yeah things i'm feeling or in the moment where i'm at and i just thought it was funny that when you said you could get yourself in trouble like discussions are discussions the point is that you change what you think or you know anyways right you would in life anyways
1: i fucking hope so
0: yeah it'd be by weird way, if that's <laughs>
1: what i think it is i think we're having a conversation about ideas kind of within the realm of health and fitness and what we want to do with our bodies and stuff like that. But it can be anything we want. And I don't think anything should be held. We're getting into a weird thing now where there's like retroactive punishment for ideas that are considered bad. And I just think that stifles growth. There is no growth uh, in that. Yeah, we have to be locked into something that has always been the same kind of like – idealistic thing and that's impossible though you can't so too
0: i I have that in conversation when someone like says something as though i should know what it is and maybe i don't because it's new and like i want to know but then i feel like an idiot yeah so i I just don't say anything right i don't want to get in trouble
1: yeah (laughs) i and i never know anything like i'm just like here's what i did this is my experience that's all i got like i don't know if any of it's
0: true i know but if someone shows you then you You change and learn, I think changing learning, and then you hand that down. And so so then the person below you is more ahead and then they'll eventually be behind as well. Yeah. You know? But we we
1: reach a period, and I kind of love talking about diet and exercise, and I think it's kind of a loose metaphor for everything in life. Specifically because in Los Angeles, of all places, where there is such like dogmatic health ideas – you have these factional camps which are jockeying to say this is the best and only way to do anything and i look at them and think of them as like political teams who are like you know at the extremes it's like vegans versus carnivores right and this is like the extreme left wing versus the extreme right and i don't i'm not saying which is which but the difference is at the end of the day the the shit that they're advocating for is never going to be violently enforced on anyone. You know what I mean? Like yeah, po- politics at the end of the day, you're playing for something real. One team wins and then all of their beliefs win. Ultimately, not really. I don't think that's really how politics works.
0: Yeah, maybe not. Not not really. To that extreme, but yeah. But like
1: the idea is we're going to tell you what's right and then 51% of the people are going to choose it, and then we're going to have a military and a police force to enforce it. And and I'm like, that's fucking crazy. I think that's insane. (laughs) Like, if we were dealing with diet culture, and you got 51% of the people to say, like, veganism is the way, then we all have to be vegans, and it's like, I I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I kind of am interested in, like, Every whack job, fucking nutritional scheme. And I'm not going to have people in here and say, you're wrong for these reasons because maybe it works for somebody. And at the end of the day, there's nobody holding a gun to their head to do it. It's up to the individual to go, like, yeah, I'm going to try that.
0: It's funny you say that, though. I've, it's like I'm perfect to talk about this because I've tried so many things and I love all of it. It's like a, it's weirdly a form of discipline. For me, in in understanding my body, and I've been, like, this past decade, I've, like, you know, I dove into it from not knowing anything, and I wish I could go back and be like, no, of course, why did you hurt yourself? You weren't weren't eating right, and you were trying to do this. Like, no wonder you were, this happened. But, um, yeah, it's fascinating.
1: Do you find navigating that stuff that the only way to,
0: like, figure out if it works, is by doing it. You see, that was the frustr. That's the most frustrating part, is that um, yeah, you don't know until you do it, and you kind of have to trust. And doing it means like eight weeks. Not like you're not going to notice in a week. You know, right. it might you might notice a day you, you eat something. And you're like, oh, I, f- I had more energy or I feel better. But to really like make that connection with your mind, it's like even with your muscles takes time to feel a muscle out. Sometimes you're just like do exercise and you're like oh I'm doing it and you're like using a wrong muscle, you're not yeah. really focused. Yeah. Same thing comes with food. So yeah, that was what frustrated me at the beginning. I just wanted an answer. I would I would I would do whatever you tell me. Just tell me <laughs> it's going to work and I'll do it, but I need to know before I commit. Yeah. Cuz then you do it for a bunch and if you fail, I would kind of lose lose hope.
1: Yeah. I was the exact same way. Like Tell me the plan, <laughs> tell me it's the absolute plan, yeah, and I'm fucking in, and a little bit of it was faith and this and like trying to like keep the idea of placebo out of my head because i I always go like, I don't want it to be belief, and placebo is all. A, some kind of a belief structure so sure. if we believe enough for a percentage of people it works and i go like no i want it to be absolute so i'm not going to think about this i'm just going to buy in and fucking disregard the idea that it could be bullshit and it's only working because i want it to or i think it or i believe but
0: it a little bit of is that is naturally that though too like you you can't go to the dream go to the gym go to the gym. <laughs> You can't go to the gym or do exercises or, or be disciplined in food and not believe that you're that it's going to help or that, you know, you you, you would lose the want to do it or, or the drive has to be so strong. Yeah. And eventually, that's the whole thing why I stopped ever saying diets is like diet breaks, like life changes stick with you more. Like what are you trying to do really? What are you trying to accomplish? The bigger goal, you know, don't just look at these small little pockets because I feel like that's when you like yo-yo. Yeah. You know, and and that almost becomes worse.
1: Way worse. That's like
0: when you're so – it's like if you're hungover and you're like, I'm never going to drink again or just don't drink that much. Right. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. tone it down just a little bit.
1: Yeah. And for me, that hangover would be the first thought is don't – just don't drink again. And then the second thought is, but if I drink now, it's going to cure this hangover. So (laughs) I should just start now. (laughs) And then you're just stuck in this cycle of like – I've done that too. Yeah, it's awful.
0: Yeah. That discovery is pretty fascinating, though. When you're like, "Oh, wait! If I just never stopped, then I I don't experience this," (laughs) and then but the downside is so much, so much darker. Yeah,
1: the day you stop, you're (laughs) fucked. And by the way, of all the things that you can have withdraw from quitting, like alcohol is one of the scariest,
0: for sure. But I, but having like toned all that down in my life, I still notice it. Like food has become my new version of that. Yeah. Like the way I'll crave certain things or like, you know, if I were to like, I don't do cleanses where I stop eating, but let's say I stop eating certain things to kind of cut it out for a little bit. Or I have psoriasis, so sometimes I'll have to stop eating stuff to see if it takes it away. And like I go, you know, I'll start crying. (laughs) Like I've cried at night. I thought my life was over on day three of this. Like I was still eating food. It wasn't like I still had calories. Yeah. It was like no sugar and something else. And I was like. I was a basket case. Yeah.
1: Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I have some kind of a weird association with every time I go into an extreme diet, something is triggered where I have all these physical feelings that remind me of the last time I was in rehab. And it's got to be a really extreme diet. But, like, I, I feel, like, grief. That's exactly what it is, yes. Yeah, there's grief involved. Yeah. and I It feels
0: heavier than it should, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> you're it's, like, this, the yeah. world
1: is ending. <laughs> you know, you've lost your best friend. Yeah. And you're like, no, it's just food. What's happening? This is, like, illogical. I hadn't had that in years because I've really become, like, super moderate with my diet. And then in order to get, like, this picture – of me with my shirt off, which I was super nervous about, the guy training me was like, we're going to do a peak week, which is what he does. And he's a professional bodybuilder. And so a lot goes into that last week where you like increase your water, decrease your salt. And the minute I was at like zero supplemental salt, it was as though the world ended. (laughs) I was like, how is this possible? It's just salt. And I'm eating a ton of food, but I felt like, you had no salt. N- I mean, there's a little bit of salt in sure. everything. Sure, N- not a drop of soy sauce, of table salt, nothing it's extra. Crazy. And I was not only was I lightheaded, but I, it was also as though my dog had just been shot. Like I felt no, like the world salt, was salt
0: is so important. Oh, for yeah. you, I, I just see this chiropractor doctor guy who's like looks at my blood, and he was just saying how important. You know, good salts are and how demonized they are, but how like they actually help retain water, your energy, all this stuff. And I started to increase it, and I just started feeling better. Oh, and was I going on runs now, and I was like, dude, oh my god, that's yeah, like, that's not all
1: I needed. Yeah, I, I, this was not at all like I eat too much salt; I need to reduce. This was literally no, this like was for, I know you want to how lose, you get the best yeah. looking picture: yeah. you you have. I know, f-
0: but isn't that isn't that like somewhat? I remember when someone told me because I would see photos and I'd be like, cool, I want to work out and try to get to that. And those are moments. Yeah. No one lives those photos you you see. And it's like it's so – it's fun to get to, I guess, personally. But it's funny that it's – before you know, it's perceived as though like that's how you can live. Yeah. And it's like – it took me a long time. I'm not a very moderate person, so I always try to live – in, in being moderate, that, yeah. I need to go to an extreme to understand moderation. Cool, I can have a little here and a little here, <laughs> and I'm like constantly want to just like, when can I binge though? <laughs> yeah, me too. And it's like always controlling that. Yeah. But then that happens even with like wanting in in, in exercise. You know, I was like, okay, I need I need to recoup too. I need to love myself. Another, you know, it's not just about going to the gym. I need to then take my sleep well. Yeah. You know, like I wasn't sleeping well or. I love David Goggins.
1: Do you know David Goggins? No. Do you know who he is. He he's a he's like a former Navy SEAL who I think was fat before he was the Navy SEAL, and he's just like I think is I, I, I'm gonna butcher this so, so but he's just like sh- shut up bitch like that's his quote you know, and yeah. he's talking to himself I think, yeah. and he's like oh well, we hope <laughs> yeah he, he, he's like I'm gonna run. A hundred miles for 20 days in a row or something like that. It's all yeah, very Jesus. extreme. And, and I understand um, the point in my life where I'm not doing enough. I understand that. But I also understand when I get a hair up my ass to need a change that I'm more than likely going to go so far into the extreme that it's not sustainable at all. And so while I love him and I get fired up by him, I agree with you entirely. I I think for me, the most rational place is moderation. What can I do in the gym six days a week for the rest of my life?
0: Exactly. That's the thing is for to – because it feels good to go and you get a a rush from it and it's it's healthy and blood moves and that's the most important thing in the body is moving blood anyways – um how, how do you sustain that yeah. so you don't because we it seems like we can both crash hard because then we're like okay let's push it let's push it and then you're gonna yeah. hit a wall and then when you hit the wall you're like i don't ever want to do it again fuck it yeah i'm done i'm going back to this other side because this clearly doesn't work but it's because we just
1: or i wind up in the hospital and i've like right blown right. And then you knee, right blown right. out my knee blown out my bicep unnecessarily though when you're yeah. just like
0: right that's right you blew out your bicep when i <laughs> oh man i remember that. that sucked
1: dude I, it was like uh, everything's great. I'm on a tear. I'm starting – I'm like I had the world solved and I was like I'm going to go so hard. I'm going to be an animal. Boom. I'm out. Okay. You're not allowed to go to the gym. You know, and I, it, like it, to be fair, I could have gone and done legs every day. But I, I I was kind of like, well, I'm injured.
0: I mean it's easier to look back and say that. I, I, I understand. I'm mean, I, I had neck surgery and I still have like – There's some numbness in my finger. I had atrophy and like my lat and my pec and my tricep. And it was like, man, it was really hard to to want to keep working because I couldn't do it. And I was worried I was going to hurt myself. But then I was like, I was stuck with so many different emotions with food and then with the drugs they give you and needing to like I had to write everything down because I wanted to make sure that it was like being you know it's fine if you have to take something for a reason. Sure, I think it's good, but it's very easy to forget you know you're like did yeah. i take four percocets or three i think I, I think i only took one yeah so and so it was like a challenge to get back to you know kind of being God. I'm really switching i'm just really like being being okay with myself and where i can go and like long term sustaining like it's okay i i don't need to be i'm not perfect today or tomorrow like It's a, it's a, like, enjoy the process, basically. I wasn't enjoying the process. It was like either I'm great or I suck. Right. And why am I doing this? Yeah. And that's too harsh.
1: No, those, those are the extremes that for me, there's really only a, a very narrow space in between those two extremes. And, and each one of those are quick paths to my downfall. If I'm, feeling myself so much and so happy, you know, like have some big success. That's as easy a reason to derail whatever I'm doing sure. as like a big disaster. Either one of them are total failure zones for me. And so like this, this very thin margin of, and surgeries, like I had to learn. I'm a sober person, but I had, a deviated septum repaired and we thought like oh he's been sober for a while it's fine okay what he takes vicodin for this and it was like at the end of day one i'd taken all my vicodin that were supposed to last like two it's weeks good. or something yeah <laughs> and then i'm calling and going like you didn't give me enough like what's happening and he was like that was supposed to last you forever mm-hmm. for for the whole time you don't need more and i'm like give me more he gives me more and then it's like oh this is an issue so then i have my knee, uh, knee surgery and And my wife is like, I will dole out your pills. And for the first like two days, I've got my eye on the clock. And I'm going like, it's been four hours Give me a pill. And she's giving them to me. And then like two days later, I'm rifling through her closet looking for the pills. Like, where'd you hide my fucking pills? Because I'm just going to fucking down the bottle. And then it was just like, this is not worth it. So on my bicep, I just went in and was like, No opiates while I'm unconscious. And that tripped them out. They were like, well, we give you opiates while you're unconscious. And I was like, figure it out. Give me something else. Give me ketamine. I don't care, but no opiates. I don't want to wake up craving opiates. So they did that. They give you
0: opiates when you're passed out? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No wonder. They give you fentanyl. I woke up crying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're (laughs) fucking like you're you're high and you're going through stuff. And and then after, you know, you're sitting in – The ICU, I guess, recovery or whatever it is. And they're checking you out and they're telling my wife, like, here's the pain medicine. And I was like, no, no, we're not doing that. And he, the doctor said, you're going to be in a lot of pain when all the anesthesia wears off. And I was like, I don't, it's not worth it. So that's the one place where I, I don't know. I haven't ever found that kind of moderation I just like the minute it hits my system, and this was like my fear too, with carbohydrates when I was not eating them for so long, because I'm such Meat a carbohydrates drug
0: addict, like uh, like
1: rice, right, my fear was the minute I take a bite of rice, I'm gonna be at you know Yoshinoya, <laughs> just ordering fucking bowls of the stuff, <laughs> picking apart sushi to eat the rice, like that was my fear, and it didn't happen, but for some reason.
0: Now, I, I understand that fear. I I can go you – know, no, no, like, little sweets or desserts, and I'll be like, oh, cool. We're having a thing. Like, of course, you made that. I'll have a little slice. And, like, it's hard for me sometimes to – like, people are okay with having the slice. I'm like, you don't I, – I just – I want to finish the whole thing. It's a weird thing that I feel – you know. I mean, you totally understand it. You can – Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, what you want to satiate, but it never – that that part still scares me. Like I still like have to super control that. Yeah, I, I this is – it's
1: for sure more manageable. I, I had just never had success with drugs of like take a pill when you need a pill. That hasn't worked for me. The amount of stress I feel when it's like a dessert and I go, I'm going to have a bite of that. It's constant tension yeah. to just have the bite. I'm easy at measuring out my rice and not going back for another serving of rice. That doesn't seem to be an issue for me right now. the,
0: the, The prep, measuring and stuff, I mean, that's like, I loved that. It just went well with my personality. Like, it was like, cool, my allotted thing, you know? Like, I figure out, I can drink water in between. I know what I'm doing. I have a goal because of it. And I guess the biggest thing for me was learning how to do that and then, like, ease it a little bit just because you know everyone hates you when you do it it's really <laughs> funny you're just like i'm doing this him for my health like you piece of shit <laughs> you're like no but I, I feel better like this like you bastard so many people gave me shit i was like what are you doing you don't even know what you're doing and i was like all right but like i i feel better though <laughs> no is it not <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. know what people gave you you know or you can't, you know, you, when you're going out, you're like, no, I had my things. So I'm just, I want to hang out with you guys, but I'm not gonna like do anything. And yeah. Just like
1: my kids and my wife ha- have a lot of, but I, I can't imagine what, th- how they perceive me today <laughs> through all of the craziness that I've done. Like my kids have only known a guy who's been like extreme diets or like. I'm we're going to fucking we're going to pillage downtown Los Angeles tonight. We're going to go to four restaurants because I want to bite from every place. And then I wind up eating four meals. <laughs> and my kids at the last three are just like sick. Like, what are we doing? This is insane. So I'm really extreme guy. Yeah. Moderation has only like when I started eating rice, it had been so many years of no carbs for me that my kids would watch me eat rice like slightly mystified like whoa this is weird
0: yeah but how do you how do you feel now then with with like the discipline you put in you do you find that it's like you're just more aware of when of where your mind's going i mean that's basically why why we're doing it right to keep the mind on track (laughs) percent
1: yeah for sure and and now I feel like I can go to any restaurant and figure out a meal that I'm happy with that I'm not
0: going to feel guilty about. Oh, the guilt. You see, it's like, just like doing drugs. It's like you yeah. just like shame yourself into like nothing. It's like you can't even enjoy when you're trying to enjoy. Right. And you just like, you're what just, have I done? I've ruined everything. Everything, all, everything I've world ever world done is, yeah. is gone.
1: Yeah. I and, and that was that was me in the beginning of reintroducing carbohydrates. There was just such an association of guilt that it was – it was fucking bizarre, dude. It was really bizarre. But now I, I do. Moderation has won. And I took one of my kids uh, about a year ago to McDonald's because she had never had McDonald's french fries. And I was like, oh, they're, they're by far the best french fries. Let's go try them. Disagree, but we can go. Okay, on that. let's yeah. talk about it. <laughs> I, you know, she, I raised her saying McDonald's is poison. Yeah. And she believed that but she also <laughs> believed that when i told her that shampoo was the was the fecal matter of these little creatures called shams which they kept and they just <laughs> used them to to get their poo yeah. and then we washed our hair with that's it how you clean yourself yeah and she's a moron but she was only three <laughs> when i told her that but she believed it for a couple of years you know
0: oh my god i wonder at school if she just has moments where she's like what else did he tell me that's just a a lie what a good uh tale though it's not so much a lie it's like it's like a myth yeah like created
1: this mythical thing it seems seems more fun yeah and the tooth fairy and shams and all of this seems
0: just as crazy the easter bunny what the hell is that they leave chocolate eggs i don't even understand
1: i used to tell um my kids that the easter bunny shit the chocolate out. It wasn't that it <laughs> you was liked laying out. I yeah, I really wanted to just kind of taint these things. Taint. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think it's good now that um well okay, what's the best French fry? I'm stuck on this.
0: I, I'm not saying that I understand the Mc, the salty McDonald fry. I yeah. I get it. Okay. It's like it is delicious. I just I just find in and out fries be my favorite you're you're putting in and out Uh, miles above okay here's
1: all i would say okay you get a a thing of mcdonald's fries yeah you take them home they're in a bag steaming yeah you take them out of the bag they're still crispy
0: yeah that's weird
1: in and ounce fries (laughs) i
0: know that i understand are practically
1: mashed potatoes at
0: that point (laughs) sure sure but i I, i'm i'm uh, i'm judging them at at peak you know what I mean? Like, okay, so
1: like the lady hands you the fries or the guy, whoever hands you the fries.
0: Very, very good of you. Yes. Could, could be either.
1: And in that moment, you're putting the fries in your mouth. I posit that by the time you're done eating the
0: fries. No, but just the taste of the potato is so good. Okay. The saltiness. And the thing with McDonald's fries, the the the, the front taste is immediate and amazing and salt. The aftertaste of whatever oil they use is is not as not as satisfying to me at the end yeah like i still think i've had i've tried all these different burgers i guess burgers ended up becoming like my cheats you right know? whenever i like oh i want to go splurge somewhere i'd go have a burger and i still i still think in and out is up there i've tried all these new burgers and they're just like have you tried burgers never say die is that that's that uh pop-up one that I, I um it's in silver lake okay uh, okay
1: Burgers okay. never say die. So imagine if God himself made a McDonald's cheeseburger, a McDonald's double cheeseburger.
0: Yeah.
1: I, you ate that when you were a kid, yeah, of course, right? Yeah. yeah, So there's something. I grew up in the 80s, man. Come on. Yeah, there's something saying, artificial <laughs> about a McDonald's cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. But there's like the perfect amount of ketchup and the little cubed onions that are like Everyone's wilted. copying the
0: Big Mac. It's not like two. Yeah. It's not like uh
1: Exactly, burgers never say die. Has made this; it's flawless. Their fries are cooked in beef fat. I don't know what that means, other than it. Ta- they ta- They feel like slightly worse for me, and <laughs> they so I, I love it. You know, and then they have Carvel ice cream too. So it's like just three perfect things. You got to try it on burgers your next trip Burgers never cheat. say die. Yeah,
0: really I. You know, phenomenal. I actually prefer. Speaking of that, I actually when I got into it, I actually preferred. Giving myself a treat and not uh, being able to do it all the time, it I actually was like ha- happier as a person. It made me realize that. Uh, um, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's not like instant satisfaction, you know. Like I'm gonna have whatever I want whenever I want it, right? And you need to like go through the week, yeah. And then it's it's hard at first, and then it becomes not that not that bad, really. Yeah,
1: my yeah, my cheats have become four times a year and i include like christmas as a cheat.
0: Well yeah, it's the you know.
1: And that that's times where i eat stuff i really don't normally eat and but i but even like the other times christmas i really want to sit down and have a meal that i'm not thinking wor- about. Yeah, you want to sit
0: with the family and just have a meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: whatever i want to eat that night. Yeah. I always feel like shit the next day. I know.
0: But that's i i feel like that's almost good though. Yeah. Cuz that's like a reminder it's okay to like do stuff that might have an effect if you understand the effect, and then you like don't keep doing it because yeah. that's kind of happened too. As I got older, I was like, "Oh, that makes me feel bad. I can't do that all the time." Or like, even though maybe my mind wants to do it more, yeah, that was like a big, a big part of it. Because I still like doing the doing the gym and eating has become like my meter if I'm falling off. You know, it's the same way. Like if I don't make my bed, yeah, it's just like little things where you're like, "Well, oh, I haven't made my bed in a week. Am I doing something wrong? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? What's going <laughs> Did on?" Did I
0: slip? Me? Did I go? Because it's like those little things where you take care of yourself, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Do you have? Does your what? Is, does your wife play a part in keeping you consistent with this?
0: Yeah, I mean, she's she's like she does. It can be frustrating sometimes because she's the kind of person who's like likes working out very much in shape and can like cheat a lot more and you don't notice anything they yeah can just like i mean i have friends who can eat pizza and drink coke and i would have that twice and i just like all of a sudden i'm starting to like i don't fit in my clothes yeah <laughs> that's but no she's uh yeah she really helps because she helps keep the that bad version my shadow basically a little bit in line yeah like, you know don't beat yourself up so much like you're getting there I give it time
1: Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I think about this with making my bed, specifically because if I don't make my bed, my side of the bed, it's kind of like she gets up on her side, I get up on my side, and if she comes home and her side is made, which happens before she walks into the bathroom to do anything else... And she sees, like, when we're getting into bed that my side is still disheveled. She's pissed, you know. Yeah. And it, it, that's happened. And I feel shitty about it. But it's gotten to the point where, like, now if she goes out of town, which she does sometimes for work, I make sure to not disturb her side of the bed just because I don't want to have to make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, I, and then I feel guilty and lazy about this. But mm-hmm. I'll, like – Just peel back my covers, make sure not to disturb a single one of her... And, like, slip in. (laughs) Like, you know hotels, they're tucked in? I, like, try to keep it as tucked in as possible so that I'm doing less work when she's not around, which I then also feel guilty about.
0: I'm, like, weirdly... I mean, that makes... It makes sense. I'm weirdly very, like, very neat. Yeah. Like, to the point where I probably bother... You know they always say like you're oh you're keeping her in line. Yeah, you know they say like oh when when a man gets married that's when like everything gets in order. I feel like it's the opposite happened. Everything was in order. <laughs> I right. got married and I was like why are there shoes there? Why are you <laughs> put that stuff there? Just put it away. Yeah. That's like that's like me, you know.
1: This is hilarious because I am I am like leave shit wherever and my wife is very much put shit away. And yet there will be like a table in the dining room where her purse goes, but God forbid I put my backpack on it. She will walk in and say, like, why is your backpack there? Put it away. And I'm like, but your purse is here. This is like a male <laughs> purse, is it not? Why <laughs> can't it go That's her spot, here? though. That's her spot. But I don't get a spot. Do
0: you understand? When's, well, you you could if you made it. When's, when's her birthday? December 13th. Oh, so no no connection there. I just always wondered if it was the I, – I do have – Spots for stuff, for right. Sure,
1: I would. I w- I'm, I'm now imagining, and I think if
0: someone put their stuff in my spot, I'd be like, Why is it there? Right? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm now gonna give her for her birthday.
1: I'm gonna get a new little table to go next to her purse table, and it will be my backpack table. And That's this for will, her birthday, yes. This will be my <laughs> contribution to her birthday. See, I've organized, I've given myself a spot, so I'll never take your spot again. It's not gonna go over well.
0: When you, I had a question, when when you make. It's not going to go over well. When you make meals, do you only make it for yourself? Do you make it for her?
1: I I try to meal prep for myself at least like three days in advance. And right now I'm eating trifecta food. So it comes – I get it in bulk. So I just get packages of protein, packages of carbs, packages of vegetables, which I can throw into – containers in the proportion that I want in the portion. Oh, it already
0: comes cooked. It's
1: all cooked. Yeah. It's like meal delivery, but I'm just getting, instead of like some companies will do, here's your breakfast. Yeah. yeah. I'm just getting like two pounds of chicken,
0: right? And you can have it whenever you want. Whenever I want. Yeah. You, You divide it up.
1: I divide it up. So I don't actually wind up cooking that much right now, but when I did, she would always want me to make extra for her. And when I cook dinner, I don't – the idea for me – it's probably because I have four kids. But the idea of making separate meals for people d- drove me crazy. Oh, no, that's why, were little. That's,
0: that's why I'm – that's why I'm asking you because yeah. I just like – it was hard.
1: Uh, it's, it's, it's psychotic. Like one person doesn't like this one thing so suddenly you're doing it. And then when the other person sees that – oh that person's getting something else Well, i want something else it just starts a chain reaction and what did I'm you like,
0: do for that i
1: just i just got very authoritarian and said this is a dictatorship and this is what's for dinner yeah, this is
0: good eat it yeah, yeah. i know i was got like my kids really picky it's like I, until they're hungry <laughs> right <laughs> sorry i feel like so i'm going to get going to get my child taken away from me for saying that <laughs> no
1: yeah there was a guy recently who had a thing i read there where he like Live tweeted, like, my kid's hungry. I told her to figure out opening the – using the can opener to open a can of soup. It took her nine hours, but she did it. And, like, the guy got in trouble. Seems extreme. I also would say that I doubt that any kid in America who's got a house and a can of food and a can opener and a parent watching is at the risk of going into, like, malnutrition – In the course of nine hours.
0: Yeah. No, I I don't think so. It, It also depends how, you know, everyone has a different opinion on that. Maybe that, like, helped her discover something. It's like when sleep training. Some people feel like you shouldn't do it. Some people feel like there's a middle ground where, you know, you let them cry three, three to five minutes. Yeah. And, like, that's normally, like, a soothing. And past that, something could be up. And some say, just let them cry it out all the way. Yeah. Did, what did you do? Not to go off We the topic. Did, we did different things. Ooh, you experimented with each Yeah. One.
1: <laughs> so most recently, we did with the girl who's 15 now. We kind of didn't do sleep training. She slept in our bed for a long time. And then my wife was pregnant again. And we were kind of like, well, we gotta move her. We have a new baby coming. Yeah. She's like a year and a half, almost two. So we moved her. And then it was really rocky to readjust her to sleeping in her own room. Because
0: she would come into your room.
1: She just was like, What do you mean? I went from having two people in my bed to nobody. (laughs) Stuffed animals aren't cutting it.
0: Like I'm not into this. I need the I need the body heat.
1: Yeah. And I'm and there was all this like fear, like, now there's nobody, no big person watching me. What's happening? And so when the next one came, we were still kind of in this rough thing with the other one with sleep that we were like, we got to try out this sleep training. And she was fine. Actually, it worked right away. And we were like, oh, we really blew it with the older kid. And then we went on vacation and had to have like a crib from the hotel. And it was a much shorter crib. And on night one, our this new baby learned to, like, jump out of the crib. Really? Like, we woke up with her just, like, tugging at the side of our bed. And we were like, how are you here? And we took her and put her back in the crib and went back to bed. And, like, moments later, she was at the side of the bed tugging. And this never happened. And then when we got home, we were like, this crib in, in our house, her, her, her all, full-time crib is, like, five or six feet off, not six, but probably four and a (laughs) half. It's like a
0: castle as a moat. (laughs) Much higher.
1: We're like, she's never getting out of here. And night one, she like pole vaulted out of it and ran to our bed. And we were like, this is scary. How old was she? A year and a half. I mean, she was
0: really young. That's like just walking. She's already like climbing off. the
1: Yeah. And and somehow, I I never saw it happen. (laughs) Somehow she was making a four and a half foot drop out of the side of her crib unscathed and running to our room. And it was like this one shitty crib at a hotel that ruined it. And then anyway, I don't know. I, I have no answers. Cool, yeah. The the thing that fucked me up most about kids was a swim camp. We took wow. my youngest to. So my wife arranged the swim camp and she said, you just take them, you walk them back. Everybody's really nice, but you, you have to leave. And I was like, what do you mean? And she, she said, they they don't like parents there. And I said, okay. So day one, I take her. We, I sign her in. I get to know the people. Everything's fine. There's other kids there. I don't see anybody freaking out. I leave. I pick my kid up and she is traumatized. And I'm like, tell me about what happened. And she's three or four at the time and just like was not into it. I come to find out, basically what they were doing is they just take the kid and throw him in the water. Like literally, just chuck the kid in the water in the deep end of the pool and, and like say, swim. <laughs> and, and That's this was, you was, teach this was very swim. upsetting to my kid. And, and this is why they don't want parents there. Cause if, I, if I'm there watching somebody Man. throw my kid in the pool,
0: but you, but you could just do that yourself though.
1: I don't know that I could. I don't know no, that but, I'd have oh, right, the mental just, fortitude
0: to right, do it. Right, no, that. of course. But I feel like isn't is that really though how you would learn how to swim though? That seems
1: That's not how I learned how to I swim. I know. I don't
0: remember learning it wasn't it was like it was like baby steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? You swam from the side to side and you got you built confidence. Yeah. And then you realized that you could do it and then
1: Then then you're swimming.
0: And then yeah, and you and then the fear would go away and you and then you naturally started to push it. You're like, I want to go to the deep end.
1: Yeah. This was not – this swim camp was – Did that work? I mean, she swims now, but I don't think I took her back after I learned that that was the
0: way no, they were no, teaching I, her. I don't, I don't think I could do that. No. I don't, I don't think I could leave and just be like, okay with it, especially when they come back and they're like – crying or traumatized i'd be like i'm sorry that was my fault
1: i really thought it was gonna be something where they give them like a floaty thing to lean on and teach them to kick and all of that and just thought parents were distracting but apparently the minute the parents are all gone they're just chucking kids in the pool yeah
0: that doesn't seem i mean i've even seen young like i tried surfing this in may and i was seeing kids learn and they all learned with like a sense of like there was safety and like No one was like being pushed on a wave that would scare them, or like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, uh, (laughs) it wasn't like they just threw them in the middle of the ocean. So that that doesn't, I don't think that's, that's a,
1: that's not, I, I I would be willing to bet in the, in the, I'd go back
0: and ask those, what, what those kids think about that. I feel like they, they probably have like a scar.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I also think, I don't think you could do this now. This is like, 12 years ago i don't think you'd be able to, i mean I, I have no idea maybe by the way we could get notes from people that are like that is the proven method to teach kids how to swim i don't fucking know
0: once again though i really do feel like it always ends up being in the middle yeah with all the things i find every extreme i've done has always led me to like being happiest at a reasonable place and i guess just in personalities it might take us to go to extremes to find the middle right i'm in the middle and you're just like not in the middle yeah but yeah because that that seems like uh yeah it's rough it seems
1: traumatized for an
0: un, for a kind of an unnecessary you know what i mean we're not like they don't need to swim <laughs> right <laughs> you know what i mean it's yeah. not if you're of,
1: like Right. If you're going on a trip on a boat, it's probably a good idea to know how to swim. If you want to know how to swim, it's a good idea to know how to swim.
0: But Almost to me, it feels like if you're learning how to drive, like to put you in a car crash so you would know what it is. Right. And then be like, good, drive. And you're like,
1: what? Yeah. Here's what it's like <laughs> I don't running wanna... into a tree. Don't yeah. do this. Yeah. Yeah. Survive this car crash. Like their crash.
0: biggest fear happened. They thought they're going to drown. And then what? They go to the shallow end and be like, now swim. You'd be. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. There were, there were other real funky things happening that were trends that I think were like taken from thousands of years ago that, that I don't even know how they had evidence of any of this shit. But like um, when my last kid was born was a moment in time where uh, girls were having the placenta made into pills. And yes. ingesting it, Is they, that still, they a thing? still do that. They yeah. still do that. So yeah. there's all kinds.
0: Supposedly, you can even take them, and like if you worked out on them, you would like feel amped. Really? Supposedly, I've never i've I've, I've never taken. This, I mean, so but I that's
1: know. a good selling point. I might do yeah. that. I know we had stuff frozen for stem cells,
0: like the the cord stuff. Yeah,
1: we had all that. Like each kid had, which wasn't available to the first two, but the last two. Stuff is frozen in some bank in case they need their stem cells one day. They're sitting there, I guess. I don't know how any of that works. But there was the other,
0: there was like, you can also eat the placenta. And we were like, oh, going to pass Stem on cells seem fascinating. Yeah. I've had a few friends. Actually, that guy who uh, we used to go to the gym with. Um, TJ? Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, yes. yeah. He had stem cells? Yeah, but he was like this, They they do this where they take your own and they harvest it. And uh, I just want it for like my neck and just – it just seems fascinating to me. that You can put it in and it would like – it will just naturally go where it needs to go, right? And yeah. And start healing parts of your body.
1: I have a buddy who went to Columbia and had stem cells shot in his back and says it was – his back and his knee. And I don't know if it's what you're saying where they just inject it to his arm and it figures it out. That might have been – I it. think
0: there's local stuff. He just says you take blood out. They, I didn't do enough research, so I feel like I'm talking about it based off a text. So it's not like, you know, I could be saying it wrong. Basically grow stem cells from your own stem cells. And then you do like wherever you need it in the knee or somewhere you do like three. And then the rest that you do, you intravenous and it just goes where it needs to go. But he was just saying he was able to gain 15 pounds of muscle. Oh, wow. Yeah. But not from doing anything different, and also at an older age, so right. it's like harder to gain. Yeah, which is another thing that bums me out is like you could have done this podcast when we were like nineteen. I know. <laughs> I'm Fuck. like, what did I do? Yeah, I
1: I've thought about that a lot too. I've sat in regret for days, going like, "Fuck, it took me so long to figure out." Because really, I don't. I'm not worried about food. For the first time, maybe in my whole life, where so cool. there's no anxiety or anxiousness about it at all. I know what I'm going to eat. I enjoy what I'm eating. The only hiccup in the last two years has been a week without salt.
0: Like, But that was for a purpose, so it yeah, wasn't like— it was fine. I might were, even do it again this yeah, year. Yeah, you were like doing—it's different. If you're doing it, There, there's a goal in mind.
1: Right, but it was the only time, like, when I'm— cutting it's fine i'm never really that hungry when i'm maintaining it's fine i'm never eating out of control or overly worried about like am i allowed to eat this like it's just i've just really calmed down
0: do you feel like the gym is what the consistency of the gym is what like and the progress and like where you got to is just like allowed your mind to Fees f- up on that, f-
1: figuring out that first, i i I think my point of view just shift mm. shifted radically. I, I really did, for a long time, look at certain foods as bad for me. and I don't do that anymore. Like even f- sugar. I could I could look at sugar and think about sugar in a way where I could I could go like here's its usefulness it could be useful if I'm doing something cardiovascular over a long period of time that sugar could help like it could be really beneficial. Well,
0: that's where things get blurred. It for sure it can and actually it's not even beneficial. It's necessary. Right. You you need it. It's that then that you say that, but then they you know they'll they'll put sugar in everything. Right, and then you're eating all those things and not doing the other thing, and yeah. so it's like you have all this excess sugar, which will just turn into fat.
1: Yeah, I, I had no understanding really about what how my body was using stuff. You know what I mean? I I I, I thought carbs were poisonous, and I was going to be fine if I just didn't eat carbs, and yeah. basically I could eat whatever I wanted. And this was just not the case for me. If somebody is doing that and and feeling great. And having this, the success that they want to have, I'm not saying it's impossible. It was not the case for me. I lost weight, and then I stopped losing weight, and then I just have to reduce my food. And so I was, without realizing it, cutting calories while also cutting carbs.
0: Didn't that put you lower energy? I, yeah, it felt like shit. Yeah, I was I – was, well, that's the whole thing whenever I – because people always will, will ask me, we'll we'll will be eating – or will I we'll have discussions of diet, or they'll wanna like lose weight. And I always tell them, well, like, don't not eat food. Everyone's saying, it's like, oh, I'm gonna cut, like, I'm not gonna eat food. And I was like, no, that's just gonna store fat and you're gonna eat your muscle. Yeah. And you're gonna be, end up, the yo yo effect's gonna be worse. Right. You have to you have to eat, it's just to eat healthy and you, you know, do certain portions. It's important to have well rounded stuff. An immediate cut is like, don't eat, try to eat like whole foods. Right. And that'll already help you. Yeah. Within a few weeks, if you're not like eating, don't eat packaged, packaged right? Stuff.
1: Yeah, shop uh, along the
0: outskirts of the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, just exactly. Don't go into. Yeah, it. but I'm saying if you just did that, that might even be what some people would would be enough. Yeah, you know,
1: I think there are whole diets based around that that make perfect sense too.
0: You don't find some of them a little extreme though, when there's just like, all I have to do is. Eat meat and fat, and like it'll, and like I understand elements of it because fat is good for you, and how, it's how you lose fat too. Weirdly enough, is by having certain fats. But I feel like there's also an extreme in that that could lead you into like a place that's not good for for your 100%. organs.
1: Hundred <laughs> percent, the the, the extreme bacon
0: every day is not going to be is not going to be good for you. By the Just way, that. it's
1: also fucking got a lot of sugar in it too. Bacon, like it, looking for bacon that hasn't been processed in some way is is not
0: easy but then you have the other extreme it's just like well good fats good fats are good for you but if you eat six avocados a day it's still a lot of fat a lot of fat right so it's like you do want your omegas and stuff and you want the good fats for your body nervous system all that but it's like this so both sides like need to be balanced that's why whenever i hear them i just feel like you're missing you just took out one side that cuts something right so it'll get you to somewhere of course yeah you know?
1: Yeah, I and for the people who have done that and are having long term success, I say hats off. Like good for you. It it didn't seem to be that way for me. You yeah. know, and so the happiest, most successful, most like tangible goals that I've achieved have just been in moderation.
0: I know you say hats off, and I I want I was laughing because I was like I didn't want to seem like I wasn't saying hats off to yes of course, but I don't I've never seen someone like that over ten years, right? I've I've never been like where someone's like I've been living this way for ten years. It's always been like it'll go really good, and then like something had to change because of something else <laughs> right. or like health issue or like you know we're all aging, so eventually we have we'll have to like. Eat less or curb certain things because our body just can't process it the same way as when we were 20, you know? Yeah. I don't know a single person
1: who has done – I know a vegan dude who has remained pretty healthy. That's the one extreme guy I know who who
0: seems to be doing good. I think that's – well, because well, vegan is almost less of a diet, right? And more of like a it's – It's a moral thing. More of like a life – I mean, I understand it in some ways, too. Like, I don't—I've curbed my consumption of meat. I do think there's something we're going to have to do about that eventually anyways. I asked
1: this guy yesterday. Somebody sent me something where they're 3D printing
0: steaks now. Yeah, that's what Bill Gates was saying. I should have, like, a, in the lab. Yeah. Is it 3D printing what they're doing? It? I thought it was like printing. they were growing it.
1: I think they do that, too. But this one is literally some kind of a biological 3D printer, and they take beef cells. So, like,
0: it's how you would— Rebuild in a movie your heart and like re yeah. put it in.
1: And they have 3D printed ribeye steaks. And I asked my buddy, like, would you eat this? And he, he was like, I don't like how rotting animal flesh tastes. So no. And I was just like, okay, not for you. It's not solving this problem for you. I bet, but I think it is probably solving like, it for somebody. So he
0: does eat meat? No, he oh, does. He, does he doesn't like it. Oh, right, right. But I'm saying the person eating the meat, it would solve having whatever issue you no could have. It would, you wouldn't get a vegan to eat it no right. i'm not saying that but you would you would solve the problem of of uh you know what cows contribute to global warming and right whatever issues they all are. that yeah i find also wh- it's kind of i don't like the way i do feel like meat should be a little uh i don't know i want to say like more expensive but just like we should treat Something that gives us so much, just a little better. I feel <laughs>
1: the video, the videos coming out of, of uh, these mass produced places are, are horrifying. I
0: just feel like it's unnecessary. Like, you know, like if you there is a little bit we can take, you know, you take little bits of things, like there's something special. Like, I don't mind eating an animal, but at least like know that you, it's giving you something pretty amazing, right? So, don't like treat it like it's like whatever, it's, it, it it's, feels wrong, it just feels it's, wrong. It's,
1: it's it's it is. To some degree, providing life
0: to right, us. Right. So I'm saying it should be a little more special than than I just think like special. Yeah. I treating it like shit
1: in my in my fantasy. But I had a steak in Japan once where it was served with a picture of the cow and the dudes who raised the cow, and like there were four dudes per cow that are like assigned to the cow, and the steak was insanely expensive. Yeah. And unbelievably delicious. But I had this going like. I'm I'm into this. Like this makes sense to me. I don't know that we need 4 people per animal like that could get
0: I just mean you extreme. don't need to they're so close together that you stuff them with antibiotics. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's all I, I you know. Right. There, I think like, I mean a they they I just, yeah, you don't need to like or the chickens they got to burn the beaks cuz they're all like like this and they <laughs> peck each other. It's like, right. huh, that's an interesting solution." <laughs> right. Or I, I like is it if we each had a little less, would that, like, help? Or maybe this 3D printing thing. I mean, I would totally be down for trying. I, when you cook something, I don't even know if I would know. I, I don't. I never see a full bird anyways. No. I don't even know if I would gut and be able to eat a full bird if I had to do it all right. myself. Yeah. So technically, what's the difference if it was printed in the packaging that you see that you get given? Yeah. I mean, the I, I, I'm not a print butcher, the packaging, you know? too.
1: <laughs> you imagine if it's just printing everything, the fucking packaging. So you can
0: eat it? It's, like, made with, like, yeah. The, the packaging is—it's no it's also no biological. waste. Biological, right? That's a good idea. You can eat the packaging. Is is, uh, yeah. Meat but based.
1: For, but then we get into shelf life, and we start having to put additives in it because the packaging, a non-consumable package.
0: No, sure. Will okay, last we got forever. carried away there. Yeah. Okay, we, we, got went, we away.
1: went to the extreme again.
0: We were just—you know—we were just. You know, I was going to say we were just kind of like daydreaming of like, oh, cool, the whole thing could be could eat like no waste. Yeah. So it's always exciting, and sometimes you have to. You, sometimes you have to bring it back down.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, like an apple is a good version of no waste, except for the core. But then it's Well, got no because if you put it, it
0: back into the, if you threw it into the ground, grow a new apple tree. Yeah, and it would, but it, all, it would give whatever It, bi- it biodegrades. It ha- it's good for the um, soil and stuff yeah. like that. And I think in practice,
1: if you eat those seeds and then shit them into the ground, they're now in some kind of super nutrient-dense fertilizer. I see what so I'm going like, to do this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Just out in the forest <laughs> planting apple trees.
0: I did that. I've created this. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I I think anytime time, and we experience it here, maybe more than anywhere else on earth, when you have somebody presenting something as the the only thing that works for everyone this becomes somebody either trying to sell you something or somebody that's made some kind of ethical or moral judgment on your behalf Sure. and is saying, like, I've determined that your value should be X and based on that, here is the way you should exist. And I'm just not
0: interested. You no, know? I mean, you can already see that with how they – just how, you know, how someone would get sick and not get sick or everyone – handles it differently depending on what's inside all the stuff we don't know even when i get blood work done i need different things than you might need and we could be in the same house yeah you know what i mean yeah same family and it still would just be different yeah genetically so yeah the, there's you You can only encompass everyone in like um to get to a certain a certain place like you you could say eating healthy is x y and z yeah you know just because it's but then again Sometimes a certain person, you know, even though fruit's healthy, it might be they might be having too much right. and not enough of something else, and so it throws an imbalance.
1: But I think when you talk about whole foods, to me, it makes the most sense that if the majority of what you're eating, oh yeah, is it's that like, it seems stuff. like common sense, right? You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, of
0: course, this ground and animals, like, if, why would that that would be I'd be I'd be the healthiest I could be. Sure. Yeah,
1: that's what I think, and and, For and sure. that doesn't even seem extreme to me.
0: No, and it, in fact, I feel like it. It uh, teach would teach you like how to put things together and cook, and like yeah. it's a whole it's a whole process. Yeah, you know, which I actually, I I I love that a lot. We cook a lot at the yeah. house. Our kitchen is like used. That's good. <laughs>
1: That's good. Yeah. Right. Especially now, there's a lot less. I mean,
0: there's no. I don't know. Are you allowed to go to restaurants now? I think it's open a little bit, but like I was telling a friend who wanted to go, I was like, it's been so long I don't even know where to go. Right. Or how I would go about doing it. Yeah. It's, it's a, a whole it's, new process. It's uh, it's, un, it's unfortunate. I'm just glad I was able to stay uh, active the whole time. Yeah. You know? How did you stay active? What are you doing? Um, My trainer did like in the park or at his place. He had outdoors. Nice. And then uh, – we went to the gym and just wore a mask. Yeah, I guess everyone feels comfortable doing whatever they feel comfortable with, and I, I felt comfortable like that. Yeah, I felt like sunlight, eating right, exercise would be more beneficial than not. Yeah, I'm
1: totally you know? with you. I, I I the first three months, I didn't leave my house a lot. Well, it's new. I mean, it's like yeah, and I was I was exercising there every day, but it was not. Fulfilling, maybe spiritually. I don't know what.
0: No, that you do. How many repetitions do you do in your hour of work, work? working out. You know, you know, things that triggers in your in yeah. your mind. How many? Yeah.
1: Um. But I've got. I've. I, it's been. It's been fine. I. I. I look forward to coming out more and more of this. I think we're. We have to be nearing something where. <laughs> the number of people who have been who have had it and who have been vaccinated we gotta be nearing herd immunity right yeah. at some point and yeah. then maybe we have a little period of tentative readjustment and then let's yeah, it's get like the being fucking in the pool party it's like started
0: doing your building your confidence back up into going out but yeah i, I wish they would have brought that up in that whole time though like in the the panic, like, no one ever mentioned, like, you know, go and, eat, you know, make sure you're eating whole foods and tr- try. Obviously, yeah. like, they just made it, you know, seem like you're just stuck and eat ice cream and play video games. And right. End up uh, being in a worse position.
1: I think it's been rough with... Um,
0: it's what they do that with pregnant women, too. Like, have whatever you want. Yeah. Like, wait, why? You're growing something. Yeah. Have really good stuff. You should eat extra, <laughs> Sure. Be there's extra always... When care. I say that, just know there's always, like, you live at a, you know... Eighty percent is a lot. Say you do seventy, thirty, eighty, twenty—that's amazing. You don't. Yeah. Nothing is a hundred percent. I'm not. I don't mean like. Right. You know, then you'll just break and. But
1: I I always think of and, and this was never my wife's experience. But when when I was first uh, around a pregnant woman that I was helping to care for and stuff, I was like, "When are you going to want ice cream and pickles? Like, when is that going to happen? Because I want to watch that. Yeah. You know, I'll help you prepare. And what did it. she say? Never happened. Uh, but, like, I had this vision of, like, she's yeah. just going to sit with, like, tubs Pancakes of ice cream. every day. Yeah, <laughs> something like
0: that. And it just, it didn't happen. It was a lot of vitamins, and... My wife has, like, a kefir, or kefir. Yeah. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Like, healthy, whole whole fast with probiotics and stuff like that. Or when we get pho, the, the yeah. beef broth, you know? Like, Super nutrient yeah, yeah, like, just, like, stuff, stuff like that. Uh, the salts. I mean, it makes sense. You're, like building something from scratch probably wants it just takes you need all these uh, minerals and vitamins that you might not give yourself normally if you don't eat right
1: right and and if you don't the baby steals them from the mom oh yeah like i i i know my wife never had a cavity prior to having the first kid really and then it having the first kid changed the calcium in her body and she suddenly had cavity it was like weird They said
0: the thing they always say like a kid kind of like or maybe they say that in like not out loud but like can like it takes a little bit from the mom i guess yeah it has to yeah right because they're making something so a little bit leaves with you
1: right and if
0: you're if you're not replenishing that we don't we we don't we don't we don't get that but we also don't have that closeness of like this was something, you know, inside of me.
1: Right. Dude, it always trips me out thinking about babies and how babies are made. And now that we talked about 3D printing a steak, I'm only thinking about 3D women. 3D printing a baby? I'm just thinking about how women have some kind of a natural oh, yeah. weird 3D printer yeah, yeah. in their bodies yeah, that's a, making other bodies. It's fucking
0: weird. To, and how it grows first, too. Like, it's a, it doesn't really look – looks like a – alien tadpole with like a tail and like, yeah. and then it grows into this thing. And it, I, I keep thinking that she's I, – I feel so claustrophobic for her. I was, right. like, I was like, get out of there. It's so tight. Yeah. I guess that they're comfortable. But in my head, I would be – I'd be wanting to get out so bad. Yeah. And have you had the alien moment where like
1: oh, yeah. the baby's elbow will cross a, her stomach? A
0: foot, foot comes – she yeah. has the placenta on the front. Okay. So I haven't been able to feel like the kick so much. But yeah, I've definitely seen – like this thing poking poking out across yeah
1: that that and is I, so trippy yeah yeah i don't
0: really uh, it's
1: a fucking adventure it man. doesn't
0: it it does not get old like not nothing no. about it and it still feels i think we're going to go to the hospital and she's going to have the baby but like I still can't process that I'm gonna be coming home with something. Yeah. Like I just feel like she won't have a stomach and that'll have been the fun nine, ten months that we had. (laughs) Just go on with life. No, dude. Then the real adventure begins. You know, like I'm gonna have to we're gonna drive something home and it's gonna be in the car seat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you will have I I had so much my the amount of like here's how we have to do everything (laughs) was so much stronger with the first one than it was with the last like by the time we got to the last she started pole vaulting out of her crib and it was like probably dangerously too high we didn't lower i know but i'm
0: trying to people have said that and i'm trying to tone down what i would do to the first baby just because everyone has said like i wish i was a little lighter with the first because like i feel like i like you know, they don't need all the sound machines in their right. room or stuff like that. Just like, kind of like, let them go with the flow with you, yeah, and just like love them and feed them. But like, don't be too doting because then you just kind of create something unnecessary. Because unnecessary, right? You know, it always seems like the children after are just they're better adaptable to things. Dude, I, can't, I cannot believe that
1: people figured it out before there were baby Bjorn's. Like, I, there was a point in time where it was just, like, you know. Dude, I didn't have a car
0: seat. Right. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and there was, I was not three years old in a car seat. There was no – you have a car seat till you're, like, 10 now. Yeah. I did definitely, definitely did not have a car seat at yeah. that age.
1: Yeah. I think it's very hard to avoid some of this stuff. First of all, you drive with a baby without a car seat, you're going to get arrested.
0: No, of course – I'm not – now, I have a car seat. Yes, no, I, I know. On. I know <laughs> yeah. when you
1: were a kid, I didn't yeah, yeah. either. I don't you remember know. ever
0: sitting No, in that was the seat. joke with the mom's seatbelt. Like they put right. their hand out. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. We didn't even have. When I was a kid, my mom was smoking cigarettes oh, in yeah. the car with the windows rolled
0: up. Like, oh, sure. Or did cracked we crack it a little bit to edge? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um You might get arrested for that now. I'm sure you or would. Or someone would definitely yell at you.
1: Right. Yeah um that's right th- i so totally much forgot has about changed. that but like there i was could
0: a- go buy a cigarette i used to buy cigarettes for my dad at the it was an el Torito, and you just go to the machine it's like yeah. two bucks
1: i just think like at some point people were just setting their babies down on a pile of leaves and like going off to make dinner and like the babies were fine you know but we wouldn't
0: be here if they weren't right, right. <laughs> some of them
1: probably got snatched by lions Okay.
0: So wait, so there's the moderation. I, right. I'm not going to leave her outside at night. There you go.
1: That's. <laughs> I mean, that as long as we're not doing that, yeah. we're going to figure it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, moderation. Yeah, don't uh, – well, that's what they did back in the day. It's like – but they also had nine, nine kids. Right. Because some of them were, weren't, weren't going to make it. Right. Yeah, this
1: was the wild thing about um, the average lifespan that I found. I don't know how I figured this out or – where this theory came from. But when we think about how far the average lifespan, I think I was having an argument with somebody about Supreme court judges and they were making the, they were taking the position for life. Yeah. They were taking the position like, no, when this rule it's for life was made, the average lifespan was like 35. And so now that the average lifespan is nearly 80, it's crazy that it's for life. And I said, "I, I don't think that's the way it works. And when you go back and you look, Almost every Supreme Court judge has lived to 80 or above, going back to Supreme Court judge number one. Oh, really? So, yeah, all of them lived nice old ages. A couple of them died under that, but they weren't dying at 35, that's for sure.
0: What was the response to that then?
1: Well, if you look, it's- (laughs) The internet lied to you. It's infant mortality rates. Uh,
0: So, like you're
1: saying, they had nine kids because a bunch of them got- if a a ton of kids are getting wiped out, then it pulls the average lifespan way down. But it's not real. Once you get past being a kid, the average lifespan hasn't changed all that much.
0: Oh, interesting. I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah. I do think we have a much larger aged population now than we ever have before. And so this is going to Become some kind of existential crisis with Social Security in the future, if not now. Why? What do you? Wh- Just like uh, when that was invented, people, you know, retired, lived a few years, and died. And so the, you know, I, I mean, unfortunately. No, no,
0: I know you. I know what you mean. I even see it in where my parents are compared to my grandparents. Are like it's like ridiculous. Yeah, my grandparents at their age were seemed a lot a lot older than. Than how my parents seem.
1: Right. So I just think people are living longer also. But those few years become more expensive because suddenly you're dealing with like caretakers again. Almost like they're children again. But
0: they just need a lot So all this more. time I've been paying Social Security, I'm not going to get it, am I, time? I?
1: I have no idea. I would not count on it. I wouldn't <laughs> count. I'm not counting on Social Security <laughs> for anything. I mean, it would be nice, but – I, I mean, who fucking knows? It doesn't seem like the
0: math works.
1: But this could just be another instance where the Fed says, here's a few more trillion dollars and you're covered. And
0: right. Maybe, well, maybe by then it won't even be
1: cash. Right. It'll be some kind of a you know I mean, cash thing.
0: isn't really – I mean, it kind of makes sense why it would go into crypto, right? Because cash doesn't really exist.
1: Well, now we get we – It's not
0: backed by anything. We've just – we create it and we make a rule and everyone abides by it. Yeah.
1: I, mean, I think, though, that there's so much – concentrated wealth in the U.S. dollar that there will be a, a – like there was a war on drugs and a war on terror. There will be a war on currency. A war on terror. <laughs> before the Fed allows us to switch over to something like Bitcoin. It will ah. just be – the Fed will but pick what, something. What
0: kind of war would it be though? I have no idea. Wow. That's, that's interesting. That's our next uh You think of currency? all
1: the old – Wealthy, political captains of industry. These people, that kind of money, they won't allow it. That's not in cryptocurrency. That's no right. But
0: I don't think they'll say you have to start from from scratch. I think you,
1: whatever it is, because they they there was a thing where they tried to, um, I think it was they tried to get uh, they tried to pass a law where banks were creating digital wallets for every U.S. citizen. And the government, I'm sure, will just pick or invent some cryptocurrency and say this is taking the place of the dollar. And whatever you have, here's now you have this. Right, in exactly. This. That makes more
0: sense than buying it into – putting it into something that might have a value that would shrink your well, – I guess it wouldn't shrink it if they gave it to you in Bitcoin. It would just be weird because one – it almost seems like inflation cuz 1 would equal 50,000 right. like going to italy in the 90s. Yeah.
1: I don't Be think Yeah, a million they can allow lira that. for
0: your coffee? Yeah.
1: Or they're going to just artificially destroy the value of the dollar to the point where we're begging them to but switch wouldn't it. wouldn't
0: that up. just affect I just feel like the whole the whole world's so connected you couldn't do that anymore without, you know. People, the rest of the world would be feeling it you because to, you're right. You'd because have to of, when when it happens, it's going to be globally. Yeah, it'll be one currency, and that's kind of what they all the movies they've created. One outfit, one currency. Right.
1: Well, I mean, I I don't think it'll be one currency. I think it'll be specific to the U.S. because our economy is kind of based on forcing other countries to buy and sell oil with U.S. dollars, as opposed to whatever currency they're using. Wow. So our economy fails if we go to one currency.
0: Oh my If God. we
1: go to a global currency. See what I mean? There will yeah, be yeah, a yeah. war on oh, currency. No. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to work. I mean, all the wars will did not know that. on so, currency to some degree. I should just come
0: here once a week to just like chat about all this stuff. All it's amazing. this stuff,
1: yes. And we'll get canceled eventually because we'll say the wrong thing
0: <laughs> for sure. <laughs> he said one currency. Yeah,
1: one currency to rule them all. <laughs> Albert, thank you so much for coming. This not has mad, been an my, awesome conversation. My
0: pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: And now for the Q&A. Rich has a question for you. Hi, Rich. Thoroughly enjoying your podcast and have been a longtime fan. I've been on my own personal journey at my highest of 530 pounds down to 240, back up to 330, and now losing again at around 280. So I'm a larger guy at 6'2 like yourself, and I want to start building muscle. Do I stop trying to lose weight and start working out? or continue my low-calorie diet and just add in some weight training? Thanks for the question, Rich. Yeah, I suggest at 280 probably to just add in some weight training. At 280, you probably have a decent amount of muscle, and so the idea would just be to really instruct your body to hold on to that while you continue to lose fat, and the way you do that is by lifting weights. That's what I would suggest doing. Yeah, that's my suggestion. Awesome. Yeah, lift some weights, pick up heavy things. Thank you for your question. If you have a question that you would like me to answer on this program, please submit it to americanglutton.net. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Glutton. I'm Ethan Suplee, and as always, joined by my chaperone, Paige Dorian. Follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely.